BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grace ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of 5 phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. To get through a reunion, we needed a drink. Uh, well, I can't drink, guys. Uh, oh, well, you know. Well, it's probably for the best. Probably. It's best. It's best you're clear. <laughs> Although it is a clear liquid, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Um, well, oh. guys, I guess we already got started for a second, but here we yes. are. Another episode of Two T's and a Pod and a C, but this time it's all three of us. I know. I'm so excited to be back. It seems like it's been forever. I am so glad that OC is over with. I appreciate you filling in for me. You did an amazing job, even though I didn't listen. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> I just didn't. I know that Teddy, I know that you guys are doing your job. So I'm like, I'm not even get myself all ruffled yeah. up because I wanted to hear it. But I saw clips and heard from my assistant and all that, that you did an amazing yeah. job. I get it. I get it. And I've had, I've enjoyed doing this. Um, you know, it was fun watching you guys this season. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a great season. Oh, good. Thank you. Well, I'm just so glad you decided to grace us with your presence right during the reunion, because that seemed effortless for you. Oh, yeah. The last month has been effortless for me. <laughs> the worst month of my life. Okay. So first and foremost, Tamara just got out of the hospital. How are you feeling? What's the update? Um, are you on Ozempic? <laughs> no, I'm not on Ozempic. Nope. Um, so basically what happened about three, I can't even remember. I've lost track of time. Three to four weeks ago, I got severely sick in Scotland severely sick. I'm like, this is how I'm dying. I'm not dying because a traitor is going to kill me. I'm dying because I'm so sick. And, and so I went through that. I rallied. I had some days off. I rallied and went through with it. I started getting these intestinal issues. Originally it was upper respiratory, lost my voice. Uh, couldn't felt hard to breathe. I thought I was going to end up on a respirator. Then it went to intestinal pain. 
I finished, came home, and the pain didn't go away. And it kept getting worse and worse. And then finally, Eddie goes, on Sunday, it was all day on Sunday. Doubled over pain between my ribs. You need to go to the mm -hmm. hospital. Now, I have a history of intestinal issues. I had a major emergency surgery 10 plus years ago. Well, evidently, that surgery left me with a ton of scar tissue. Mm. And that's what's causing my intestinal obstructions. So but did the surgery that you recently had, did that help matters or did it make things worse, do you think? Well, it took out a lot of that. So the surgery I had last December was reconstructive surgery from the surgery I had 10 plus years ago. Um, they, he removed a lot of the scar tissue, removed the scar because it was slit right down my stomach, uh, went right through my belly button. My belly button was pretty much sewn up. Um, and he also found another hernia, which was the size of a quarter. So he sewed that up, which okay. eventually my intestines would have went through that and I would, they would have been strangled. And then I'd be in the emergency surgery all over again. Um, so fast forward to now. This is an issue that I'm going to be having the rest of my life. So there's scar tissue in my intestines. The first time I had surgery, part of my intestines were dying. They had to, and there was a tear in it, so they had to repair it. So all that, when you have abdominal surgery, it causes scar tissue. So, so but it started with a hernia? It started, it started with a, a hernia, that a hiatal hernia that I did not take care of, didn't know I had. I was having some issues, but I, and I went in for multiple CAT scans, ultrasounds. They couldn't find it at the time. My and is that stomach pain or like what are the symptoms of? That is like severe pain between your, your breastbone. And it feels like almost Here? like, yep, feels like heartburn and digestion, all that kind of stuff. But it's unbearable. Like you're doubled over. You feel like you're going to throw up. Um, my intestines grew through that, attached itself to the fat, the fascia on my stomach, and oh. they were being strangled and they turned black. Oh, my gosh. They, yeah. So it, it was a whole thing. And so now uh, this is something I'm going to have to deal with. This time that I went in, it was a partial obstruction. Um, thank God they were able to put a tube down my nose into my intestines and they, for 24 hours, actually 36 hours, they were sucking everything out. It wasn't fun, but it worked. If it didn't work, then I would have to go in and have surgery. And do they think that there is there, is it just because of this has been going on for years or do you think it was some sort of medication that you had to take for when you were sick, when you were in Scotland or is it food related? No, no it's, it's scar tissue related. So it's all scar tissue. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh. But you got out without any surgery. Now you're drinking clear liquids. Yeah, I'm on a special diet for two weeks. I got to reevaluate my diet in, in general. Like I have to stay away from like really dark, greeny, leafy stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things I have to stay away from. I have so many questions that I'm going to ask you off camera at some point. But thank you so much. First of all, I'm so glad that you're okay. I was thank super concerned on my feet. I was like, wait, what? what's happening? And uh, thank you for sharing with us, because I always like to know, especially at this point, and, you know, as we, we're getting older, like what yeah. is happening to everyone? And we have to be so careful and just stay educated on like things that could be small things that we think and they yeah. can, you know, be in, you know, a situation like yours, because I think I actually may have a hernia that I have not had checked out. So this is definitely going to get yeah. me to. Doctor. You have to. There's so many different types of hernias. There's, you know, like umbilical hernias. This one was a hiatal hernia, I think it's called. So it's up higher on your stomach. Okay. 
Okay. And if the and what happens is the hernia is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then your intestines can grow through that hole and attach to the inside of your stomach wall, oh. which is could be deadly. My grandmother died of intestinal issues, and oh I am most like my grandmother in every single way: look like her, act like her, everything. Same size. Same so build, we would have loved your grandma. Yeah, she was. She was a spicy. She was a spicy one. Before we even get into talking about this two-part reunion, which, wow. Um, where do you, uh, you know, I let everybody know that you had said the way that Trace Amigas was done prior is not something you're comfortable doing no, going forward. And I, where and are I, you now? Well, I feel uncomfortable even talking about this because I, um, when I got back, you know, when Shannon got her DUI, I found out the day, the day on air filming um, the day I left for Scotland. So I had sent her a message, you know, and talked to her a little bit, but then I was gone and my phone was gone. So I didn't know what was going on, you know, from for three weeks. Um, after thinking about it for a long time, I was thinking like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, how do we go on and do a show about pour some tequila on me? Like, yeah. I'm not an enabler. I personally take this very serious. I know because people are calling you guys the trace enablers. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have spoke my mind to them about it. They want to get on a conference call and, and discuss it. So I haven't gotten that far yet. So is Vicky pushing for it to happen as well? Yes. Why? Doesn't she know that's going to look bad for Shannon? I don't think it's a good look, but I, I'm open to hear what they have to say. Okay. What are your thoughts, Cynthia? Well, it was just heartbreaking to see what happened to Shannon and you know one of the things that wait I, what happened to Shannon uh, yeah the, the whole thing with the DUI thing you know with her I Tamara's calling you out like what Shannon did not yeah, it's what not happened what to happened to her it's what she did yeah <laughs> oh, I'm sorry well what what she did okay yeah so okay. it was heartbreaking to see Shannon go through what she went through when for she sure went 100 percent I think postponing it would be the best solution to this. I know the 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 one thing is is that we've I think we sold out 500 seats, so that's an issue as well. I mean, I think doing a Q &A, if Justin Bieber can reschedule a concert, the Trace Amigas <laughs> can reschedule. Like, well said. Well, said. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well said. And I mean, does it work if you take alcohol out of the equation? I mean, you guys could still have a good time and yeah. Yeah, like I said, I like I don't want to say too much because we haven't, you know, I I, I voiced my opinion. They've heard my opinion. Yeah. And um, we're going to get on a on a Zoom call or, or a conference call or something here and, and try to talk this through. So if you guys okay. have any advice, send it my way. <laughs> my okay. advice would just be, listen, there's nothing that you guys can say or do to change my mind. I understand why you want to do it, because when we're struggling, sometimes we search to keep ourselves busy and do a million things to help fill that void. But all this is going to do is cause you more pain. And I can't be a part of it. I love yeah, you, I, but I can't do it. Honestly, right now, my life has been so busy. And then I got home and I thought it was going to be simple. Then I end up in the hospital. Yeah. Like, I can only concentrate, like, to BravoCon right now. Like, <laughs> getting my hair done next week in BravoCon. That's the only thing that I can And you process. have to make your health your priority. I mean, and, I mean, period, point blank. You just, that, that just is the priority right now. Yeah. And that, that's exactly it. I, I'm... I'm a yes person. Yes, yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it. And then I think, oh, God, why did I say yes? And now I've just learned, like, I'm going to make myself the priority and I'm not going to do something I don't want to do. 
No is a beautiful word. I am a people pleaser and I say yeah. yes to stuff as well. Well, I used to be a people pleaser and no has been a very important word in my vocabulary for the last year. That so. is good to know. That's because Eddie's always saying, stop saying yes to everything. I say no to a lot of things. You do. You're good about that. I'm like, no, you can't do it. Doesn't work for me. Yeah. No. And I've, I've learned a little bit from you, too. I mean, you have your boundaries. Yeah. Like, I'm like I, yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then when I'm so overwhelmed, I'm like, I can't get mad at anybody but myself. Absolutely. Because and that's, yeah. okay. that's another important thing, just even creating boundaries and saying no. Like all of that stuff works as we like, you know, live our lives. It's just right. Well, I think also a common misconception because you're so tough on the show, mm-hmm. like you, you're so like in it that you actually are a big softy. So the second that somebody asks you to do something for them, for sure, you want to do it. Like even like, if I it's somebody the- I don't like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and what's wrong with me? But I think I think ultimately, whenever somebody's really pushing you to do something you don't want to do or you don't feel is right, there's an ulterior motive to it that's going to end up not only hurting them, but hurting you. Yeah. And that's why I would just stick to this boundary. And I want you guys to succeed, like even me and Vicky step apart, like I watching you guys go and do well is is a win for me yeah. to watch that happen. And I just think it would backfire extremely. That's what I'm concerned with. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grace ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. One other thing I want to talk about when it comes to no prior to getting into this recap is what is your thought processes on doing OnlyFans with your daughter? Uh, that'd be a hard pass. 
No, you're not. Who in their right mind is going to do OnlyFans and with their daughter, their child? And what does that look like? Uh, well, I don't know. You sh you were in the hospital, but N Denise Richards and her daughter posted a collab for OnlyFans. And has anybody seen this? What is it? Is, what are they sucking each other's toes? Like, what, what the hell's going on? I don't know, Cynthia. You, you, I want you to come in because I don't want to be like biased okay. about this. But okay. she posted asking if let me see exactly what she said. She posted asking if they should do another collab, which must mean there's an original one. But, but I me, don't know. I don't have any dollars to spare. What are they doing, though? On, yeah. On yeah. And that's my question. What are people doing? Like when I think OnlyFans, I think it's like doing nasty, dirty things on, on OnlyFans, right? So no, I, I don't think it has to be. It could just be sexy photos. Surprisingly, they have actually reached out to me. Okay. <laughs> so, a few times. I've had they reached out, out to me too. They reached out to me too. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know who was like causing the Bailey. I think she'd be great for OnlyFans. But in any case, they what they told me was, hey, you know, you know, you don't have to like be like doing like anything crazy or porn or licking your toes or whatever. You could literally be making your you know, banging potato salad on here. Like, I know that they're trying to- You use the word banging in kind of an awkward way, just saying. <laughs> well, it's some good ass potato <laughs> okay? But anyway, so I don't know where it's at. I don't really follow OnlyFans, but I do see a lot of different people doing it. And I love Denise. The only thing that concerns me, and this is me not knowing a lot of information, is the fact that, you know, if it's anything sexual at all, period, like bringing the daughter into it, that just feels weird to me. But what me, about like if it's just them posing in the water in their bathing suits looking sexy? Does that feel weird to you? That people are paying for not on the cover of like Sports yeah. Illustrated. I was going to say the fact that it's on OnlyFans makes it a little weird. But yeah, I think, I think it's not yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean I, I think there's a tasteful way to do it. But I think if pe your, people are paying to see you and your daughter in that light, you know what their ultimate intention is. And that's not to like put you on a magazine cover and celebrate you in a positive way. I mean, it all comes down to the context of the picture. If it's Absolutely. them making potato salad in the kitchen, go for it. But if yeah. it's a sexual... Even, even doing it in a swimsuit in the kitchen, making potato salad. Like if yeah. it's... I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know. No. You know what? Now yeah. we're topless in the kitchen making potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is actually we're not we're not hating on anyone at this moment. We're just announcing our first OnlyFans shoot, which will be the three of us in bikinis making Cynthia's famous potato, potato salad. salad. It's seven dollars for the bundle. Enjoy. Listen, hey, can we make it a little bit more money than that? Can we make it 15 so we each get five dollars each. <laughs> is that the well, math? I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, now I'm curious. I definitely wanted I, I'm curious to see what the photos actually look like. Can but you splurge? Splurge. Splurge on the seven bucks. Let oh. us know. Well, you know, I'm technically unemployed right now. And it looks like <laughs> the one is even up with you guys. The camera's back. So I think you guys need to order it and then let me know what and, and screenshot the photos to me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's even so you guys let us go. I'm good. Okay. Um, so we're now we're on to the reunion. And I call this reunion the Real Housewives of Orange County and IMAX, because I was blown away. Like, yeah. you'd act like I'd never been to a movie theater before. But when I walked, when I saw you guys walk in and they actually had the ocean, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about that for a okay. minute. That's actually the new studios by Amazon. 
So they're virtual. I don't know exactly the name, but it's Amazon Virtual Stages. And so it's a big round stage. And we had a set in the middle of sand. So the set, there wasn't much to the set, just sand and a decking and our chairs. Um, and then they flicked the switch and it all, it was like in real time. The, you, it was very distracting though. You'd be sitting there talking, you see a bird flying over your head. <laughs> You're like, what the hell's that? Um, but so cool. I, oh. I suspect we're going to see more of those because yeah. it's, I feel like it would, it's easier. It's no, no, it looks really good. Yeah. Is it at the same location that we used to do the reunions in? They just redid no, it? No, there's, I think they're owned by Amazon. Okay. Um, now at this point, Tam, me and Cynthia are going to talk and then you just chime in if there's (laughs) something we missed or if you're mad at us or whatever it may be. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So it starts off with Heather's I love that I'm looking at my rundown and like you're in every single one of these (laughs) (laughs) paragraphs because truthfully, and this is me saying without you. And without the dynamic between you and Heather, I do not think this season exists. I think we would have been back where we were in Orange County three years ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because as messy as it was at times, you can see a true authentic friendship there. Yeah, no, I've always loved Heather and cared about Heather. And Heather is, she has a good heart. She is a nice person. Do we agree on everything? No. We don't, but we've but always been But why do you have really to close. cry at the end, Tam? I started laughing when you did that. About which part? I, what did I cry about? When you were like, I just really wanted to be close friends. And I, I was like, I Tam think cry. because I get emotional because this whole season has been pretty tough on me. So it was really hard on me to be accused of bullying and going after her and ganging up when that's not entirely true. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, Heather's asked about how she feels about falling back into a friendship with Tamara. She says Tamara said something unkind about her every episode. Tamara says she came in not knowing where she stood with Heather. On Heather's podcast, she said, there's no place for Tamara on the show anymore. Heather says she wasn't the one to say it and that she never told anything. Andy confirms it. However, she also says she never uses the word loser. And then we see her using the word But that's not what Andy and Heather said. What did they say? So uh, her co-host on the podcast had said there's there was a whole conversation about me. And this is before I was even asked back to the show that um, if anybody can come back, she wants to have Alexis Bellino, too. And, you know, I rode hard for her when she was gone. I constantly did interviews, talked to Andy, bring her back, bring her back. We need her. Um, And she didn't do the same to me. And then she went on to say there was no, or her co-host that day, there's no place for Tamara on the show because she's a blogger, which I'm not a blogger. Remember? I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. And um, Andy had said in, I can't remember where he said it, but he said something on the terms that, well, you know, it might be hard to bring Tamara back because she has a podcast based around the show, you know, the shows, the housewife shows. Mm-hmm. So I had called him and I said, wait, did Heather tell you that? Because she said something similar to that on, on her podcast. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. And I'm like, OK, done. Left it alone. I don't even know why it was brought up at the reunion. But then my question for you, Cynthia, is where do you think Heather and Tamara went wrong 
as a viewer? Do you think it was a power struggle or do you think it was like past issues? Or do you think Heather was so used to having everyone kiss her ass and now Tamara's coming in and everyone's kissing her ass and she can't take it? Or what is it? Well, I think, you know, when you are not asked to come back to the show, you know, that's that's difficult to, mm -hmm. to go through that process because it's, it's almost like mourning uh, a part of your life that is no longer there anymore. So when you do get an opportunity to go back to the show, it's like you do feel a little displaced and you got to, and you know, like, obviously they're not asking you to come back to twiddle your thumbs. You got to come in somewhat hot because <laughs> they've let you go. Now you get an opportunity <laughs> to come back. So now you got to be like, you know, you got to come in hot, basically, if you want to continue to be a part of the show. Yeah. I mean, and when they let you go and then bring you back, it's because it didn't work when you were gone. Yeah, that's true too. I, I, I would agree that you being back on the show definitely was a huge part of the season without question, just even for the drama and the cop, just all of it. Like you were like all up in the mix, all up in the mix. So anyway, I think that's, that's hard. So I felt like Tamara, you were like, kind of came back a little like, well, first of all, you know, I know you don't show it, but I know your feelings were hurt. And it, like I said, that you, you didn't get to come back in the first place. Now you're back. Now you got to find your place. And you got, you also have to come in hot and you have to like prove that, Hey, I'm an asset to the show. And then you got to figure yeah. out who your friends are. You and Shannon were going through y'all stuff. So that was like real. Cause that feels like your real, real friend on the show to me. And um, I felt like you had to juggle with a lot. And then you were sharing about your dog and the, the gym. And it was just a lot going on. I felt like just watching it, you were a little defensive and just kind of like focused on, I'm going to get my ass back on the show and stay on here because <laughs> I want to. And you didn't really show balance of you going through all that other stuff. I didn't really see play out on the show. So I could be like, okay, she's going through stuff, but she has to like, she wants to secure this job that she wants back now. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, coming back when it comes to Heather, um, her doing her podcast and saying, you know, there's no place for me. Um, and Wait. then her, she also said, I'm just trying to, I get it. She's trying to stay relevant. I get it. She's trying to make a brand, which I've been on TV for many years. I already have a brand. Um, a lot of things were said. And I went back questioning, like, is she really my friend? I was told by multiple cast members that when she came back, she said a lot of negative things about me. So then, of course, I'm going to question, like, wait, are we not friends? Like, we, I thought we were really good friends. So there was a lot of questions in my head, like, who is she? What is she? Does she not like me? Does she like me? And I just went back and whatever. You yeah. Know? Well, and you know, to your point, Tam, because even thinking about, you know, someone I'm not on the show. So even when like my castmates say, when people ask them, oh, who's your ideal, you know, six people that you would want on the show, like every time, and I'm not really interested in being a part of the show, but it still, still feels nice to still be on the list. To yeah, be in yeah. yeah. Especially after 11 years of being on the show, because you know, <laughs> you know, they didn't keep you on there for all that time for nothing that you contributed to the show, but it is, it is, it hurts your feelings. To it's a slap in the face when they don't it's say your name. It's a slap in the face. A slap but in the face. In Heather, in Heather's defense, we did have this conversation and she said, you know, me and Alexis are going through some similar situations right now. And that's why she said her, it would be nice to have somebody that can relate to what she's going through. Okay. Well, I, um, I think, I think in those situations, what I do, because people, people always ask me like, who do you think, you know, when I was on the show, who do you think should come back? Who do you think? I be? hate that question. I hate it so I much. I always look at it like, even if I'm not friends with you on the show. I know this is your job. I don't want to be the cause of anyone losing their job. Like if right. I never 
feels like you guys aren't right, right for the show anymore, fine. But I would never open up my mouth and say, I don't feel like this one should come back and that one should come back and this one didn't bring anything. I would never, never do that. And I always don't like it when I see other people do it. Because yeah, well, I think this is work. a good this is a good point, which brings me to listen. I think that Heather had an excellent reunion. I thought she yeah, I, I thought she was well spoken. I thought she was funny. I thought she had some good comments. I love the dynamic between her and Tamara. I love that she riled Emily up and Emily was like lost her cool. Like all the things as a viewer were great. But the one thing that really resonated with me was all of the side conversation about the things that Heather said sounds to me like she thinks she's producing the show. And that's what bothered me, like all the things that all the women actually seem upset about, which like even the comment like between Emily and Gina shouldn't be so close or this person or I can't do the show with this loser or whatever it is. Like, it seems to me she's trying to do all of these things off camera mm -hmm. to try to make the show better. But like you don't have a producer credit. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. not your place to coach the other women on how to be better housewives and that's not going to be received well mm -hmm. if you've actually been on the show and I, I personally have been coached on how to be a better housewife and you see how well that turned out right well here's the thing like with all the stuff that happens off the camera and then what happens on the camera this is why I love breaking the fourth wall I just think it's so necessary because there's so much stuff that can't be explained if it didn't happen off camera unless you unless you break the fourth wall so I just felt like watching Heather, like we've all been there. You know how many side conversations I've had with cast members about like other cast members? Like as soon as we start filming, the phone starts ringing, honey. Yeah. Like, yeah. How yeah. it happened. <laughs> like, what do you think about this? I heard this. Bring this up on camera. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Like it's just the way the show works. And it's it just, the nature it, of the business. Totally. 100%. But I think if you get caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that or hell to the fire, you know, that is when you just have to just take on shit and be like, look, you know what? I was talking all kinds of shit about this girl off camera. She's not my kind of girl, whatever, because the reality is, you know, there are organic relationships that happen on the show, but for the most part, a lot of you guys are put together. I don't know that half of the people I was on the show with, I would have organically been friends with them had I not been on the show with them. Right. So it's what it is. So with that said, I think that once it just seemed like Heather just, get you know because she was like oh well, i said it but that wasn't my intention or i didn't i didn't mean to say it that way it's just kind of like okay been there done it get it but you still just have to own it look i said it it was horrible i said it i take it back i'm sorry and just move on instead of all this well you know this that and the other i think at some point you just gotta be like shit i got caught let me just go ahead and yeah own. like we uh, everybody talks shit about and also it goes like this you may talk shit about somebody six months ago and then your relationship has totally changed. And now right. they're one of your close friends that when you have that, I do believe that there is like a sisterhood. Yeah. To this, like, it doesn't matter how much time has passed. Like even today I sent Dorit a text message. I'm like, I need to know for BravoCon if this is actually your list of people you chose as Dorit's chicest housewives. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really confused on this one. <laughs> but like, and, and she responded back in like three minutes, you know, like there's always that comment, like commonality where like they're, you're always going to have that relationship, but let, let's, let's move on to 
how Ryan was invited to the reunion to come share his side of the story, but declined. Jen says that if Ryan were there to defend himself to Tamara, he would just come across as an asshole. Tamara says things shifted when Ryan cheated on Jen. Jen calls Tamara a piece of shit friend. Tamara said, you're a piece of shit, you cheater. And then <laughs> do we think Ryan should have come on and had a conversation with Tamara at the reunion or? In my opinion. You guys got to know, we made up at the season finale. We were good. Everything was fine. Okay. So if he would have come on and explained himself, I had no intentions of attacking him or questioning him. I said what I said. What I said was 100% the truth. 100%. Yeah. Why would Ryan come on to the reunion when he can just comment continuously, post the reunion on Instagram for press and engagement and go on all these podcasts yeah. and try to paint everybody in a certain light? Because the way that I felt watching the reunion, and granted, I still don't 100% get why any of y'all care that Ryan's a cheater and Jen is choosing to be with him because I think that's on her. I would care if your husband was cheating on you or Cynthia's husband was cheating on him, on her. Like, if you're constantly cheating, like, would you guys want me to just go, oh, okay, that's good. But well, you wouldn't that, be that, mad at me for it, would you? I, I wasn't mad at her for him cheating on her. That's ridiculous. I was mad because of the lies. She knew exactly what went down. We had conversations about what went down. My advice to her when she joined the show was, there's a lot of stuff out there be honest. And then Emily and Gina started bringing up her cheating on her husband. I never brought that up. That never came out of my mouth. That was but Emily and Gina. And I set her down on camera. They didn't show it. And I said, this is before the cut fitness party. I said, my advice to you is to be honest, because if you're going to lie and say it didn't happen and make up all these lies, which we've seen, her story changes constantly. You're going to look like you're going to look bad. Just own it. But the you, problem is she ends up looking good because it looks like all of you guys are invested. I, I don't know I, that everybody I, believes her story. Well, so, I don't think anyone believes her story, but I do think that because of the fact it looks like everybody's so invested and in she should be he, thanking us. She actually had a season. Well, but my question is, you guys are all on uh, you're on her ass about not being 100 percent authentic about her relationship with ryan that being said i just have to ask i know it was touched yeah. on at the reunion but i need more information why weren't you on shannon's ass about john jansen i think what what happened was is when i came back to the show i had not been around john and shannon for two and a half years i did not know what the state of their relationship was at that time and so when you see me they do a flashback which was a very unfair flashback because i was not talking to the women about her relationship i was as before me and shannon even made up i was talking to eddie Two and a half years ago, the relationship was not doing well. There was a lot of fighting going on. Now, she did not open up to me. She told me while we were filming that everything was good. I went to one dinner, two dinners with them as a couple. They seemed in love. He talked about wanting to get married. That's all I had to go on. That's it. Well, it, it, it seemed like from, for us, like watching the show, it seemed like number one, like they kept you know telling us that you and Jen were friends. But it felt like, on one hand, you were coming out of concern about her relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it felt like you just wouldn't let it go. And then it turned in yeah. like, it felt like you were angry at her. And one of the things I always ask my friends in relationships, you know, hey, if I see your man 
doing something inappropriate or something that looks inappropriate or if I see him with another woman and it feels like it doesn't feel right. Are you the kind of friend, do you want me to tell you? And I always ask that question because A, number one, everyone doesn't want to know. Everyone yeah, can't really good point. I'm the kind of person, tell me. Tell me. Yeah. Even think and I will deal with it. And I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I'm mm -hmm. going to take the information and do what I need to do with it. So now, what if they tell you, yes, I want you to tell me. Yes. And then they, when you t then when they when you tell them, they go after you as a liar. Well, then that's not right. If OK, she, if well, there, mic drop. You. That's exactly what happened. Well, well, I think also I was talking to Emily about this and I hope I'm not throwing you under the bus, Emily. But um, I was asking truthfully, like, explain to me what this obsession is between Ryan and Jen and all of it. And I'm just I, I, I don't I don't care. Like I as an outsider, I don't care what he's doing. She wants to pretend it's not happening. No skin off anybody else's ass. They're not hurting you guys. And she said, I think the problem is that he had never even met her mother or anything until they started filming. Mm -hmm. And he, everybody felt like this newfound serious love towards her is directly correlated to the filming schedule. Mm -hmm. Yep. And... Yep. So I think that's what's not being shown. And so because we're not seeing that, we're not getting it. Like we're assuming people have affairs, people cheat, people like she, Jen said she didn't sleep in the same room with her husband for two years. Uh, yeah. You know what? If I didn't sleep in the same bed as my husband for two years, I probably would leave him as well. And I don't know who I'd leave him for. That being said, when you add the level of fame to a relationship, at the beginning of it, when it starts out toxic, it's not great. No, it's not. But well, I love, I love, loved, because I wanted Jen to say this all season. I love that she finally was like, if this is my shit sandwich mm -hmm. to eat, whatever she said, let me eat it. Yeah. And I was like, please, and add a side of fries and wash it down with a ginger ale. Like, <laughs> I mm -hmm. honestly, feel like once as as her friend, Tam, your only job to me was to give her this information coming from your heart and what she decided to do with it was on her. And it just felt like, I don't know if they just didn't show a lot of it, the other ladies bringing it up time after time. It just felt like you were really on her ass about it a lot on the season that I watched. Yeah. And I know I, and I regret it. It, you know, it, it took me back to a time in our friendship. Like when you talk about anger, like I was mad, I was mad. I mm -hmm. was totally mad. Um, we had a friendship because she came to my gym. After Do you think she came to your gym because she wanted to meet you because you were on the show? Yeah. I like Jen on the show. I actually like this entire cast, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I, this show is great. I mean, yeah, about... I feel like she was a good fit in a way because she wasn't a good fit and it kind of made her a good fit. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think she's I think she's great for the show yeah. now. So back then she came because I did a fitness competition. She wanted to do one. So we trained her. I got to know her um, through the gym. Mm. And and then we went like we hung out a few times like we got close. She came over to my mom's 70th birthday in October with her husband, um, you know, and, but there was some issues after the Ryan stuff started. And there was some. Hold things... on. I have a question. Sorry, mm -hmm. I have to interrupt. Mm -hmm. Why were you on a trip with Ryan and Cabo? Oh, I yeah. I'll explain that. Lost on that. So uh, we were. It... <laughs> so Ryan was going to our gym. We had no idea that he was fooling around with 
Jen at the so time. So they both were going separate. Mind you, Jen and Jen. her husband were just at my house for my mom's 70th birthday. Okay? Okay. So we, you and Jen were close when she was still with her ex, not when yeah. she got with Ryan. When she got with Ryan, things went sideways. Okay. And okay. that's what happened. And then we didn't, we, we, we didn't, there was no big blow up. There was a lot of, I'm so sorry, Tamara, that happened at your gym. Like it, there was a lot of that going on, but I had to put some distance. He was going to Cabo and he had some, Heather was going, another one of his friends was going. And he said to Eddie, Hey, you want to go to Cabo? He had this free private jet that was going out there. It wasn't his. It was going out there to pick somebody up. You know, we flew commercial home and, and Eddie's like, I don't know, you know, and Eddie had broke his arm. He was in a cast. It was, you know, a year or two into the pandemic. And Jen is not there. Jen is not there. No. And so we, Eddie decides it was, he decided, he's like, yeah, we'll go. And I'm like, really? Because I thought for a million years he'd say no, because we didn't really know him that well. Very superficial. So we go and we're sitting out by the pool. And had you he, been fired yet? Yeah, it was during the pandemic. Yeah, I was, okay. I was, I was on the show. So he sat at the end of his chair and he started crying and he said, there's something I have to tell you. And I said, what? He's like, um... I've been having an affair with Jennifer and I, I always called her Jen. So I didn't know who he was talking about. I go, who? He goes, Jennifer Petronti. I go, she's married. He's like, yeah, her husband found us. He know, I go, does Will know? Yeah. Her husband found us in the car talking. So you never said they had sex in the car. No, like she said that, which is very telling. She said that. I never said they were having sex in the car. This is, I'm just repeating what Ryan said. He found us in a car. She said at one point he was giving me. Yes, Will did find us in a car. He was giving Ryan was giving me a gift. Is what she said. If you go back to one, another episode. Um, and at that point, Eddie and I went up to our room. I go, do not post any pictures because if Will knows and Will knows that we are with Ryan, this just looks bad for us. That's a terrible. This all position. makes a lot of more sense yeah. to me now. So I thought you guys were friends with Ryan and Jen, and mm-hmm. then you found out about Ryan and Jen. No, with him cheating on her with whoever. No, and that's and, why you were this upset. I, and I'm this not is... saying that you know we were best friends with Will. No, we weren't best friends with Will or Jen. It, you know, it was like, hey, we're having a party. You want to come over? Trained. Um, Will had sent me a message after a fitness competition, which she won. She crushed it. She did an amazing job. She put the work in. And um, he said, thank you so much for being a good friend to Jen. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Like, it was, it was that. that's all it was. Like, so where are you guys it, now, you and Jen? Are you guys friends or not? Well, you know, we ended the, the reunion. And, um, you know, if you watch the Peacock version... At oh, the which very, is so much better, guys. At the end of it, um, and I, I just was sent this clip. Um, I, you know, sit there and I talk to her and I tell her, you know, I, I hope we can move forward. Let's yeah. go to dinner, you know. Um, evidently, in a message on social media, she put on that I was crying. She told one of my cast members I was hysterically crying, saying I was sorry I wanted to fix this. Never happened. That never happened. I wasn't hysterically but on, but crying. The, the, you were never hysterically crying, but they did show you when you guys, which I actually hate in all reunions. I'm sorry, I do. When they ask everybody like their favorite part or what they're looking yeah. forward to the most about next year. Right. 
could she potentially be talking about the point when you start kind of like tearing up and you're saying you're looking forward to building a better no, relationship? No, with this would, no. She said at the end of the reunion, I came up to her and I know what she's talking about. We were outside. They showed it on the Peacock version. Yeah. I invited her to dinner. I said, I hope that we can put this past us. Uh, but she went out there and made this whole, you know, exaggerated story. And it's what she does a lot. So I tried my best. I reached out to her after the reunion. We had a couple little small talks. And I said, hey, listen, uh, my glam team is setting up a, a, a room at BravoCon. You know, do you want to get on, in on this? You have used both of them or one of them before. Like, is this something you want to do? And I never heard back from her. And then shortly after that, I went to Film Traders. And then I got home to a total shitstorm where they were both going after me, uh, my husband, my son, like all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, this is the reunion hadn't even aired. This was like they started this after the season finale where we were good at the season finale. Do you I think he's leading the charge or her? I don't know. I, I, I hope it's him, not her. What do you think, Cynthia? I mean, I don't know, Jim. From what I saw from the show, she didn't seem, she seemed kind of passive to me. I just don't see her like all of a sudden kicking into like this whole like, you know. Yeah. Like, this person uh, seems like yeah. this. And, and as far as her like coming onto the show, um, when Bronwyn was cast on the show, they, you know, they often do like, if you own a business, is there any girls at your business that you think would be good for the show? Yeah. So mm -hmm. this was five years, I don't know how many years ago. So I had given her name along with, I think Tatiana's name, who hangs out with Gina all the time and a few other girls. And so they interviewed her and she didn't make it. Um, then, you know, I got a text message from her and we, we weren't, like I said, there was no huge blow up. We didn't hate each other. We just kind of grown apart. And I didn't really uh, want to be around that whole shit storm that she was going through. And um, she what said- What was the relationship like, Tam, when you were off the show? Well, no, Jen just got on the show, but were you and Jen still friends? Like when you were off and she wasn't even on the show? Like, what is that like? What was that like? Oh, prior, like the year prior to her getting yeah, on the when show. She wasn't even on yeah, the yeah. Show. Um, we were not that close at that point. We, okay. she was not coming to the gym. I hadn't, I mean, it probably been- months since i had seen her um we i think there was like a farewell dinner for one of our our members at our gym and she showed up and i hadn't seen her for a long time hey how you doing whatever and it was very superficial you and guys were growing a friendship this it wasn't like you guys were these best of friends and no then... no no we were better friends before when she was married so so basically she had texted me i, I remember i was sitting in the parking lot uh dropped my daughter off at, at work one day and she said, hey, can you call me? The producers have reached out to me. And I had been reached out at that point as well. Mm -hmm. And so she called me and I said, so what's going on? She's like, yeah, they reached out. They, you know, they want me to try out for the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, is that what you want to do? Do it. Like, I'm not going to stop you. And I said, well, you know, Eddie knows Ryan and, you know, you've worked out at my gym. So there is some, you know, you. natural, organic um, friendship there you want to call it that. And so that was it. That's the only conversation. And then she would call me randomly and say, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? And I'm like, no, I haven't heard anything. So it wasn't me trying to get her on the show. I wasn't calling production going, you have to get this girl on the show and nothing like that. I she didn't even, I didn't even know if I was coming back. Right, right, right. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Well, one one of my favorite parts is when you said one of my favorite lines, which is when you say Texas instead Texas. of text. text. I was like, that's my girl, Tam. She's like, I, I saw the Texas. I was like, Tam, we have talked about it. It is texts. I don't think that I normally say that an everyday thing because you you always say it. Texas. No, you'll say like text like it's um text. Yeah, no, you said Texas. And I was like, oh my gosh. But I start, I realized. Uh, Well, you know, I don't really know the English language. So it's not no big. Well, me neither. But as we conclude episode one of this, what do we think there's anything else? Like we definitely, I mean, there was a lot of Brian and Jen stuff. I feel like we got to just keep it moving. It is. I'm not going to go backwards on this. Like I haven't said anything I haven't said on the show already. Um, I know that he's attacking me, uh, Eddie, and doing all this stuff. I'm I'm not going to even comment on that. Like, let him do his thing. He had his opportunity to come to the reunion. Well, I, how did you feel when Andy brings up how you said that Heather has not worked since the late 1900s? And then mm-hmm. Heather says to, to you, can you imagine if I said to you, only nine years at the gym? It's not Equinox. How much money did you lose? Like, mm-hmm. I, you handled it way better than I... I for sure would have like, don't you think Cynthia? Like I was like, like, first of all, first of all, um, the whole thing about the 1900s was twisted to the point of no return. That never happened. Did I say, did, did I say 1900s? I did, but I didn't say in that context, basically it was happening. It's like Texas. Yeah. It was, no, it was, (laughs) it was one of these things where Taylor wanted me to pull it up and so because her screen was broken so i'm like here and it was never done in like a malicious way on my part and there was so much conversation that wasn't aired she did all these and i I thought it was impressive i didn't think that it was belittling her career whatsoever so when i said 1999 90 98 97 98 and i said 1900s at one point didn't even know i said it 
did not even know I said it until the producer told me. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, we started laughing because I said it, not at her career, but the fact that I said it, that was yeah. it. Yeah. So um, it was really, it was really hard for me to um, explain that without breaking the fourth wall or, you know what I mean? On the show. Yeah. yeah they definitely made it a moment that was bigger than probably what it was. It, it was a moment that wasn't a moment. Yeah. Yeah. But at last, to close out episode one, at last year's reunion, Shannon told Gina that she would never bring up the DUI ever again. Shannon says she does not remember bringing it up. She was drunk and mad at Gina. Gina asked Shannon what her children's names are. Shannon says Sienna and can't remember the others. Gina says you've known me for six years and you don't even know their names. Gina says that Shannon is worried about everyone else talking about her own relationship. So she decided to make things up about her children slash CPS. Should Shannon be able to name all of Gina's kids and is blaming alcohol a poor way out of apologizing? Listen, Gina has been on the show for five years. I've met her kids once, maybe twice. I don't have little kids. So it's not like, you know, Emily, where their kids will play together. I mean, uh, Tamara, what are my kids' names? Um, let me think now. Hold on. Cruz, Slade, Dove, Bella. Okay. Right. I only have one. What's my daughter's name? It, Noella. <laughs> Noella. Noella. Yeah. So Whoa. it's one of those. Noelle. Noelle. Noel. Okay. Sorry. We're but on, it's one I was of those... thinking about loser Noelle. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those things like, you know, if you're not hanging out, with those kids and you're not around them all the time. And if you don't have a good memory, like I could see her not knowing and then being put on the spot. Do you think Shannon knows your kids' names? I would hope so. I would hope so. How many kids does Gina have? Three. Like, oh, she has three. three. And they're yeah. all small kids. Okay. They're all small kids. But, you know, in, in Shannon's defense, like if she probably would have said it to me, I would probably would have clammed up because I don't yeah. know her children like that. Yeah. But also... I, I don't know. I felt like at this point. But it was a good move on Gina's part. Oh, it was really, an excellent. I mean, very Gina brilliant. must have been starving because she freaking ate Shannon up. This she reunion. ate it was her like, up. <laughs> yeah, no, she she, that, like, was a, that was a great move on the chessboard for her. Because yeah, it was like, like checkmate. I mean, Andy's face said it all. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of where, I, I don't know, but. I, we've all been to a place like I know I have. I, I've seen Tamara do it. I don't know if you have, Cynthia, but at some point we've blamed alcohol for our behavior. Oh, yeah. But when it becomes a repetitive excuse, yeah, that's where it becomes a problem. Like I, re- I still remember in Provence when I was a complete asshole and said shit about Erica. And the next day I said to her, like, holy shit, I drank so much. I don't even remember last night. No one will even tell me what I said, but I know I hurt your feelings. <laughs> But like, if I said that every week. Yeah. You basically get like two drinking passes per season. And then after that, they paint you to be an alcoholic. Pretty much. Yeah. If you go into it. That's yeah. how it is our show. So, yeah. I mean, I think episode one was super juicy. I appreciated everybody's effort. <laughs> I also just had one final question. Why was Heather allowed to wear black? I don't know. It's funny because well, she she wears black any chance she can. It's her color. Um, but when she walked out, Andy goes, Heather, black? Like that. Like, really? So it's what she wanted to wear and she got to wear it. Well, I do know that like when it comes to these things, you send pictures in advance. It's not like it's just willy nilly. Like yeah. you're 
You're saying, yeah, but photos. if you want to be forceful and say, this is what I'm wearing, they're, they're going to say, okay. In a shocking turn of events, I never did that. I was yeah. like, wow. Okay, I'll wear yeah. my fourth I mean, she looked great. I thought it was a beautiful <laughs> dress. She looked think, amazing. Yeah, it totally fit, fit the uh, beach vibe. So, no, she looked amazing. No, but everybody, I thought everybody, everybody looked, looked beautiful. Yeah, I thought everyone I looked great. I, I didn't love. Um, Jen and Gina's dress. They, they, I didn't like their dresses that much, but I thought they looked great. But I capes are hard to pull off in general. Yeah, especially just, if you're our, my height. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, but I did. I and I'm not saying this, Tamara, because we're on this podcast with you. I thought you looked really great. I thought Thank you. I looked amazing, and I definitely thought I thought Emily looked great. Yeah, she, really she looks great. really good. And um, Shannon's look surprised me, but I, I was fine with. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I don't know what I was expecting from her, but I was like, oh, okay. Who, Shannon Jane? No, Shannon Medora. <laughs> no, Shannon oh, Erica Jane. Jane. <laughs> like, Erica Jane, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, I just was like, okay. I mean, listen, she took a chance. You know, that's what fashion's all about, right? Yeah. It, it no, probably, and I love it. I love it that. probably wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. It was like the one time I took a chance and wore a red lip. I still regret it to this day. Or I mean, I've taken banged. lots of chances, and <laughs> oh, don't don't start pulling up my reunion pictures. I mean, I got it right a lot, but the the one or two times I got it wrong are the ones. I don't that... know why it's so difficult. It's like when you're told you have like three weeks to find this dress in a certain color. It's like you know, we frantic and then we start looking and it's like, oh my God, I can't find it. I can't find it. Plus there's only like six places all of us shop from. And so then you wear it and then you're like, oh, somebody else has already done it. Then this. you submit it and they're like, nope, somebody else already submitted that dress off of Revolve. Okay. <laughs> and then the like, worst is when you try to get something custom and it just looks a hot mess. I will you. never do that. Never in my life. I'm not tall, so I'm. there's no need for customs. I've seen some bad custom <laughs> choices. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we All will right. be back to drop the episode for episode two of Real Housewives of Orange County Reunion. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. 
They source the best ingredients from all around the world. And I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order.